Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategies. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. All right, welcome back to Indestructible Wealth. Super excited again to be here with you guys. And last night, oh man, we took our kids to the county fair and to the demolition derby. Now, if you've never done a demolition derby or something along that lines, you're truly missing out on a unique experience. Boys were loving it, but uh, Kara and I, you know, we're like getting sprayed with mud. It's just super like loud, very interesting crowd to say the least. I I don't quite know if we fit in too well, but we embraced it and uh, we embraced the whole, you know, county fair experience, right? With all the, uh, the treats, uh, that was one cheat day. I'm going to take usually per year where it's just a massive, massive fail intentionally. You guys like fair food? I mean, like, how do you not love it? Got the steak tips. That's got a huge long line every year. We do the fries. You got the elephant ear, you got the big lemonade freshly squeezed, you got the kettle corn. I did it all. I'm not going to lie. I paid the price after, but uh, it was worth the price. The promise was worth the price. Let me tell you. Just, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, you're sticking to your plans and you're sticking to your disciplines. But every now and then it's okay to live a little bit. All right. Today, I'm going to talk to you guys about five levels of leadership. This changed my life. I'm looking at the book right now. It's by John Maxwell called The Five Levels of Leadership. And then the date is uh, 11 17 12 November 17th of 2012 I can't believe it's been almost 9 years ago where Brad Harris uh one of my mentors gave me this book and uh, it was really life changing so although this is a wealth creation and you know finance and investing show it's also entrepreneurialism and 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 along with that I believe that in entrepreneurialism to in order to earn the most that you're capable of earning, leadership development is crucial. Leaders get the pay, you guys. All great leaders are readers. And I know like some of you are like, oh man, I don't like to read. I like to listen. That's fine too. You know, like you're learners. All leaders are learners, right? Before I dive into this book, I do want to say if you're getting value out of this podcast, there's a couple things that you can do for a proper value exchange. And this is the only way that it should work. Share it, like it, comment, engage, five-star review. If you're getting value, like you come away with from an episode, you're like, man, that was insightful. That really was helpful. That gave me a whole new perspective. I learned about a new investment strategy. I learned about a new way of thinking and being. Any of that, please uh, share the podcast. I mean, that's the only way that this is going to grow and for me to reach more people. I'm not doing this podcast for money. I don't have any problem with anybody that does. I'm, in fact, I will monetize this platform at some point. That's not the goal. The overriding goal is to make a difference for other people's lives and to mentor younger men and women, how to become more successful in life and in business and in finance. Uh, That's the way the game I think of life should be played. If there's value exchanged, the value should be rewarded. So reward me with uh, some shares engagement. Uh, There's nobody that I haven't responded to that I'm aware that has asked a question 
on the platform or uh, on my Instagram account, any engagement in any part of my platform, I will absolutely respond. That's what I'm here to do is to help serve you. Let's dive into the five levels of leadership. This was incredibly impactful. I remember I was really struggling in business at this time in 2012. I wasn't getting any traction. I wasn't growing. I was very, very disillusioned. I was very discontented. Um, I, I was knowing that I had a lot more potential, but I seemed stuck. I seemed flat. And I met with Brad Harris, who is on my podcast. He did a the Leadership Gold uh, podcast is somewhere in the episode 20s. And it is really life-changing. So I wanted to share that lesson with you. So I'm going to go through the five levels. And the first level of leadership is called positional leadership. This is where you have rights. And the main theme here is that people follow you because they have to. Now think about who do you see as a level one leader in your life? I'm sure that in your organization is a part of your teams or in your company or in your job that I'm sure that you could recognize this right away when we describe them. Position, this is the lowest level of leadership. Okay, People follow because they have to. So this is based on the rights granted by the position and the title. Now, nothing is wrong with having a leadership position, but everything is wrong with using position to get people to follow you. Position is a very poor substitute for influence. People who make it to level one, they're probably bosses. Uh, they have subordinates. They have. They don't have team members. You know, they rely on rules, regulations, policies, org charts to control their people. And the only reason that anybody will do anything is because it's required. So, positional leaders they have trouble, difficulty working with volunteers. You know, with younger people, with the higher educated, because these people usually tend to be more independent. I think that where I was stuck, okay, I was stuck as a level one leader, even though I thought I would have. I was a level three or level four leader because I skipped a step. And this is really what was transformational for me is that in order to move up the levels of leadership, then you need to be thinking about and uh, embracing each one and mastering each level before you're able to move up. And so this was the level that I skipped. It's called level two permission. This is based on relationships. Okay. So on this level, people are giving you permission to lead them. They follow you because they want to. When you like people and you treat them like individuals who have value, you begin to develop influence. You develop trust. The environment becomes a lot more positive. Okay. So the agenda for leaders on level two is a, is a lot different than level one. They're not there at level two to preserve their position. A true level two leader takes time to get to know their people, figuring out how to get along with them. They find out who their people really are. They build solid, lasting relationships. And this is where I was skipping this level to go to level three, which is production or the results. I was a very production and results oriented leader. And probably to this day, I still am, I think, to a certain extent. I value results. I value hard work. I value high levels of effort. I don't really have much time or energy or care to devote to people that aren't putting their everything into whatever they're doing. I feel that that's lack of discipline, laziness. I don't have any room for that in my life and in my businesses. The One of the sayings on level two is you can like people without leading them 
but you cannot lead people well without liking them. I was in this stage when I was skipping over this level, I was so focused on the numbers of production that I was doing that I'm like, why are you guys not doing this? Why are you not following me? Why are you not growing? Because they didn't think that I really cared. So one of the things Brad said, he's like, look, here's what you got to do, Jack. You, you may not be getting along with this person or this person or this person on your, in your team, but throw all that out and just send them a message and tell them how much you care about them, how much you believe in them and how proud you are of them. And you don't have to do all of those in one, you know, in one message, but start reaching out proactively and being the, turn yourself into the chief encouraging officer instead of where you think you are as the chief executive officer. That's what the real, the real deal with the CEO, I've embraced it. It's the chief encouraging officer. And I know I got to get better at this. I know anybody who works with me is probably like, yeah, you don't lay, you don't lay enough praise on. I'm sure I don't. I'm better than where I was eight years ago or nine years ago on, the, on November 17th, this pivotal, crucial conversation. I'm hundred percent clear. I'm 500 to a thousand percent better than where I was then. One of the dangers, you know, getting to the permission level is that you can be tempted to stop there. Um, but good leaders don't just create a pleasant working environment, right? They get shit done. <laughs> they get shit done. That's why, you know, you've got to move up to level three, which is based on results. I love that word. That's probably one of my favorite words. I love results. I love it when I went to James Ray's seminar back, oh man, 20 years ago. And you guys, he was on my podcast, uh, The Business of Redemption. Um, the title was from 20, 20 Million Dead in Darkness, Meet the Comeback King. I don't know if, if you haven't listened to that episode, man, wow, that was super incredible interview from a man who was on the stages of Oprah Winfrey to the uh, darkest solitary confinement prison hole that, uh, that, you know, that you can possibly conjure up. And one of the things he said is that no results do not equal results plus a good story, right? So it's either results or there's results or there's no results, but you can't say, well, I didn't get this result because of this, this, or this, the good story. It doesn't produce results for you. Okay. So on level three, you don't have a good story. You don't have any excuses. You produce results. And that creates influence and credibility. And people begin following you because of what you've done for the organization. You know, many, many great things happen for people when they get to level three. You know, work, more work gets done, morale improves, profits go up. And yes, in a business, profitability, unless you're a charitable organization, profitability is absolutely paramount. You cannot sustain a unprofitable or even low profitability business for too long. Even if it's in your passion zone, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to start questioning what you're doing. Everybody needs to generate profits to sustain an organization. Turnover goes down, more goals are achieved. So when you hit this, leading and influence others becomes a lot more fun. As legendary NFL quarterback Joe Namath said, when you're winning, nothing hurts. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, winning solves so much for me, I can tell you that. Then leads to level four, you start producing results, right? 
Level four is called people development. Leaders become great, not because of their power, but because of their ability to empower others. That's where, that's the main goal of this platform, to be honest. It's not the profitability of the platform, although I do absolutely need to start generating some revenue to build a platform at this level of what I'm doing um, with all the things that go into it. And you would be really surprised how many things like really add up to build a platform like what I'm building. But I do need to generate revenue. I do need to generate profits to be able to sustain this. Okay. But that's not the main goal. The main goal is to develop other human beings. Leaders become great because they hit level four. They use their position level one. They use their relationships at level two, and they use their productivity at level three to invest into their followers, the people that they're leading to develop them until those leaders become, until those followers, sorry, become leaders in their own right. So the result of level four is reproduction. And now this is where you're able to reach thousands of people, some directly through your message, through your direct influence. And then you multiply yourself exponentially because you're, you're reaching people with your message, with your philosophy through the leadership of other people, reaching more people, whether you, whatever, whatever religion that you follow. Great. I, I embrace everybody on this platform. This is not a specific ideology in terms of religion. There's certainly want everybody to feel comfortable being on this platform, no matter what those beliefs are. Uh, But if you look at uh, Jesus Christ, right, as an example, he developed 12 leaders, right? Well, really 11, right? (laughs) Started with 12, went down to 11. And then even out of that, there was only, uh, what, two or three that were really most instrumental passing the, the Christian message along. And look, one leader who reproduced himself into other people who duplicated himself into other people now is, has a uh, millions and millions of people around the globe that have been reached by that philosophy and by that message. Production can win games, but people development wins championships. Ah, love it. I love it. So there's two things that always happen when you reach or someone reaches a level four level of leadership. First, teamwork goes to a very high level. Why? Well, the high investment of people deepens relationships, helps people to know one another better, and strengthens loyalty. Second, performance absolutely increases even to a higher level. Why? Why? Well, there's more leaders on the team and they help to improve everybody's performance. If you really want to have a business or an investment that has true passive income, where you really don't have to be involved in day-to-day operations and you don't have to be sucked into the day-to-day grind, then the only way for that to happen is that there has to be a leader running the show. I think about my favorite investment, self-storage. I love self-storage because it's such a passive investment for me. But why? Because the leadership team that's running the limited partnership fund that I'm invested into, that's going out and looking at a hundred deals, only finding one that works, that's renovating the abandoned Kmarts, turning them into these incredible cash flow producing storage lockers, that's got the connections to sell the fund, the, the storage units out to, you know, these big investment hedge funds and retirement funds and creating these huge exits, very, very profitable exits at the end. Guys, there's a leadership team in place. There's great leaders that are running that operation. I'm not the, I'm not that guy. 
I'm investing into the leadership team that's running that operation. Level four leaders change the lives of people that they lead. Now, how is that storage unit team not glamorous, right? And if I say that, you're like, wow, that's not, that's not glamorous by any stretch, right? They're changing my life because they're giving me the ability to create passive income so that I can stay focused on doing what my zone of genius is, what I'm great at, and that is pouring into other people, teaching finance, teaching relationships, teaching about leadership development, pouring in, empowering. I'm trying to work on that level four people development right here on indestructible wealth. And then that leads to level five, the pinnacle. And this is where very few people reach. And I don't know that I'll ever reach this in my lifetime. I'm going to strive to do it. You know, if you think about level five pinnacle leaders, who comes to mind for me, Jim Rohn comes to, to mind because this is the highest and most difficult level. It requires a high level of talent, but not only that, but effort, skill, intentionality, and only naturally gifted leaders really ever make it to this high level. What do the people do on level five? Well, they develop people to become level four leaders. If people are respectful, they're pleasant, they're productive, they can establish a, a degree of influence with others and gain followers with, with relative ease. Now, there's never really anything easy about you know leadership, but developing followers to lead on their own is very, very difficult. It takes so much more work. You know, Developing leaders to the point where they're able and willing to develop other, other leaders is certainly the most difficult task of all but this is where you create legacy. So I don't know who you really ultimately want to be. I can tell you this, you know, you really want to start thinking about where are you on these five levels of leadership right now? Hit me to, to record this podcast. One of my teammates sent me a, a text. She's like, Hey, uh, is this person a, that, I, that I'm working with? Are they a level one leader? And I'm like, Oh hell yeah, they are hundred percent. That's pretty obvious, right? No relationships. There's very little productivity, certainly hasn't developed anybody as a leader, maybe could takes credit for that, but that's never been the case. Uh, somebody else developed them as a leader. So that leader has stuck at level one and probably always will be until they really embrace the fact that, and are become self-aware that they really need to grow. So part of this exercise is start thinking about for yourself, where do you fall? And it can also vary in terms of looking at different people, like where do you fall in line with certain people in your life? Now, there's certain people that I'm probably, there's a handful that I would say I'm close to a level five leader, close to, very few. Maybe I could count five, maybe. And they might not even say that. I don't know. That's just the way it's occurring to me as I kind of talk this through. I've helped some people to you know, develop their leadership so that they become leaders of others. It's probably more like a level four. The level five is just, you just show up and it's who you are and who you've become that um, really, uh, you know, makes the, makes all the difference in the world. I know that there's people though, that I have a level one style of leadership with because they didn't like what I had to say when maybe uh, things didn't go their way. And I responded and, and they responded in a certain way. And then I responded in a certain way and said, don't respond that way. And so no, we don't have any relationship. 
they don't really care about uh, the production that I've done. I'm back to a stage one leader with that person, right? And that's going to happen. Okay, that's okay. I'll, I'll embrace that. I always do the very best that I can, and then with everybody that I'm I'm leading, and then let the pieces fall where they may. So think about this: where are you overall? Do you think on these stages? And then where are you at with with individual people? Just just start thinking through people. Um, maybe as you're driving and listening to this, start thinking through people in your life. Like, hmm. Which level am I at with them? You know, am I level one? Am I just a, am I a positional leader with them? Or man, maybe I'm a level four. I really helped them to develop their leadership to where they're developing other leaders as well. I hope this helps you guys. I wanted to crank out some real uh, value for you guys before probably off for the next uh, four or five days, taking the family to Ohio to visit my parents. It's been a long time since we spent some time with them, a couple of years pre-COVID. And so super excited for that. And then going on a fishing trip, as soon as I get back, Buddy and I are taking our kids out for uh, one last hurrah before school starts. So uh, it's going to be a few days. I wanted to crank out some value. I hope this made a difference for you. You guys appreciate so much uh, the kind words that you guys are sharing on, on social media, some of the texts that I've received about the podcast man, do I really value that kind of feedback and that encouragement? This is that really, uh, that's the fuel and the energy I need to keep me going. So love y'all have a great weekend or a great day. That is, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. That's a wrap for this episode on the indestructible wealth podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.